Hi, I'm Gabby. And I am John. And we're from the middle. So I am very, very big into music and really any genre from punk to new wave to K-pop to like hard rock, metal, pretty much everything. And it all kind of revolves around that heavy instrumentation. And so that's kind of become my musical interest. But over the weekend, I went to the Mystic Sea Music Festival because it's been like my dad's dream for a very long time ago. And it was a bunch of sea shanties and sea music there. And I loved it. And I just began to wonder why was it that someone so into hard rock and punk was so interested in just some sea shanties and like some sad songs about the ocean. And so I've been able to boil it down to three things. Lyrical content, context, and the tune. And so for lyrical content, even though it all sounds like a bunch of half-drunken men screaming about a boat, if you, if, you, if you look into the lyrics, it becomes something more like the river driver. I'm a river driver and I'm far away from home. Or even this, the uh, sillier ones, like what to do with a drunken sailor early in the morning. It all kind of becomes something you can look into the life of these sailors. And often you hear songs about love and you hear songs about adventure and lost childhood. So many things that have that meaning. And I think that with a lot of music like rock music and new wave they have that strong lyrical content in them that allows it to be so captivating for the listeners and I think that's part of why when listening to the words of the songs itself it can really draw you in no matter your musical background so to speak um so John what type of music do you typically listen to um so I listen to basically jazz classical and some alternative rock. Mm -hmm. I think that a big part, because you listen to mostly like um, just main instruments, not really um, like lyrical stuff from like jazz and classical, I think that tune would be a big part like um, for you, like catchiness obviously is something that keeps yeah. someone listening. And I think that there's something unique about the instruments and the melodies at play in the sea songs? Yeah, it's not only the uh, repetitive tone, it's also, yeah, it's also the instrumentation and also, you know, the the different parts involved in yeah. to making each piece. Yeah. And I think there's also very big energy. Yeah. That it can vary from song to song. It can be very sad, like the river driver. It can be like just really, really funny, like a shanty man is boring. It can be something like that you want to work with and and just feel powerful too, like Blood Red Roses. And it's just very, very varied, but it all comes down to like a very strong energy and very uniqueness, like very unique part of music that I think that the sea music and sea shanties like become, which I think is like, you don't know it, you don't realize until you're listening to it, just like you like it and you don't know why. And then you mm -hmm. kind of be able to think like it's catchy and these things are, like, are meaningful. I think the third big part is context, like yeah. context of these shanties and pretty much the story that they're telling. 
because I mean sometimes they're just saying that just like it's a song just to be funny and there are songs just to be sad and I think that the context of them is really like these sailors lives off the boat on the boat before and after they got this job on the ship and I think that it kind of creates a connection with the listener because it's like that's why a lot of songs that are relatable to listeners in like pop music and rock music become so popular because people listening to it can connect to it strongly because of their personal experiences but then with this while it's not everyone's personal experience they're able to connect with it because it's someone's life and it's being so like strongly told in these songs what do you think yeah so um before i you know uh kind of add to that i actually have a couple of questions for you gabby mm-hmm. so first of all you like um punk and hard rock right yes. so um if it so what's your favorite group you know in that um, so what do you think um what which group has most like lyrical you know uh you know tones and uh good uh melodic you know scenes? i think for the punk hard rock scene i'm very much into palais royale which is a newer more underground group but they have like these very they have very meaningful lyrics and like they have a mix of almost like Rolling Stones, My Chemical Romance and New York Dolls like put together. Yeah. And so it gives you almost like a throwback punk experience and very meaningful lyrics about like their feelings and their experiences, mm-hmm. you know. Do you think um punk and hard rock uh has like an essence of metal to it? Because like for example, uh you know, I actually listen to My Chemical Romance a little bit uh too. Yeah. And uh you know, like for example, uh Black Parade, uh that that's one of my favorite songs. Um but they I kind of classify them as sort of like a metal band at least has yeah. a little bit of a metal essence so, so yeah. do you think that transfers into punk and hard rock i think that the metal influences do become part of like that punk and hard rock especially like when you get into songs that are a little bit more like screamo so to say like when it's a lot more yelling it's a lot more like death metal yeah like it's a lot <laughs> more like hyped up but i think also um more subtle things like certain like certain techniques when playing like a certain instrument might also mm-hmm. come into play or even like um lyrical content and how the uh, artist is right right yeah cuz it's all kind of i think for me like especially with that rock metal um genre and all the subsets of it it's kind of like all w- woven together like you'll find some alt rock group that has ties to like a certain metal group and how they sound or you'll have um like a more emo group that has like really classic rock sounds to it and i think it all kind of weaves together yeah i mean i think uh some groups like they tell a story like not just their individual songs but the groups of their own because of the uh instruments that they use and also like uh, their you know just their overall uh theme you know and and in that i think you see connections between different groups you see uh different connections of uh, genres yeah. and you could see some overlapping and i i do think that there's a connection between punk uh hard rock uh, well among uh punk hard rock and uh metal yeah 
I think that that connection between music is very, very important, not only between genres, but between like listeners and where they're from and everything. And I think that that's what really makes it so universal because you'll have different genres kind of feeding off of different genres and different listeners from different parts of the world listening to something from another part of the world. And it just really shows how like music can like bring someone together, like a bring a group together. Right. And that you don't have to only listen to punk rock to like, for example, like I like how I suddenly gotten into like sea shanties and you don't have to speak Spanish to like a song by Shakira. Like it's just so universal and I think that's what right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's a diverse field in music and you, you see overlapping and yeah, you, you don't have to like a certain thing to like a certain group. Yes. I mean, uh, they're all different and that's mm-hmm. what make, makes music beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, not only are there diverse genres, but within those genres, it's uh, divvied yeah. up, you know, in yeah. such a precise, but you know, yeah. like, very different way. I think it's also very amazing when you'll find groups with so many very different people in it that all kind of come together for that one common sound of the group itself. Like with um, a group called Pierce the Veil, they're all Mexican-American and they all come from like slightly different backgrounds where like some of them second generation, all very, very different, but they come together and they, they create music. Right. Or there is a very big K-pop group under SM Entertainment front. There's members from Japan, America, China, all over. And they come together and they unite and they create music. And I think that no matter background, no matter hometown, you just can create and listen to music with anybody. Mm-hmm. And it just it doesn't matter language, it doesn't matter genre, it just kind of forms together, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, do you have any last comments regarding um, anything that you want to talk about before we end the podcast? Well, I think we've learned that music is definitely diverse and mm-hmm. that there's overlapping. And uh, at this festival, you heard sea shanties and, you know, all that. So, it, you could see that, you know, even some of the unique parts of music start to come out and, you know, people are starting to appreciate that. And, yeah, very diverse. Yes. Any comments? Um, I think that it's very important for everybody to know that music is a universal language and I think that we've been able to address that by looking into all the different genres um, and how they connect and yeah.